<laughs> In today's podcast, Nancy and I talk about Nooksack Native American Sweat Lodge, the importance of the sweat lodge in Native American culture, as well as the beauty and the authenticity in which a Native American sweat lodge can be shared with non-Native Americans. We also talk about astrology a little bit and speak to how each one of us can share our own strengths, our own spiritual understanding with others in a way that synergistically we can come together for ascension and for the best will for all of us. <laughs> Welcome to Expansive Minds Podcast, Gateway to Freedom, a podcast where two friends, Aileen and Nancy, explore and expand beyond what they think they know in order to live a life of freedom. Thank you for joining us. And away we go. Good morning. Hello. Good morning. Or afternoon or evening, whenever you're watching it. Yeah, that's true. That's true. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? I am doing well. Good. So maybe we'll launch right into the intention because today I'm the one who has something I want to talk about. So yes. surprise! Yes. Surprise, Aileen! I think we should talk about your sweat lodge. Yes. So let's great. do that. Um, so, all right. We take a nice deep breath. We are grounded. All right. Our intention today is to be the beings of love and light that we are, to really embody the being of it, and to let that I amness flow through our words, our discussion, and all we do today and moving forward. So it is. All right. Sweat Lodge? Yes. Okay, because I know nothing about it. Yeah. And although Gabriella Bella, Gabby, you she, did the Sweat right, Lodge when right. you were a little bugger with Aileen. Were you like in 10th grade, I think, Gabby? Were you maybe? Gabby 6th or 10th or something? Yeah, I think I was in middle school. Yeah, I think oh, I was, was still in middle school. Okay. I think she was pretty... She you're was, you're yeah. a little peanut. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I liked it. You liked it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, do you have uh, questions or are going to talk about it a little bit? Um, maybe define it for those okay. of us who don't okay, sure. really know what it is. And then I want to hear how that particular experience was. Like if you saw any funky stuff. <laughs> <laughs> what that was like? Okay. Yeah. So a sweat lodge, a Native American sweat lodge, uh, old tradition, all tribes have different ways that they do it. So I think sometimes people clump in like, oh, Native Americans, and they all do this. It's like, nope, everyone's different. So the lodge that I build and pour is based on Nooksack tradition. The Nooksack tribe comes from the Pacific Northwest. Is it a transient structure? You build one every time, or do you have a standing structure that you use? Uh, both. So, so um, I don't build it every time. Okay. Sometimes it's time to take it down and build a new one. Okay. It all depends. So if a group is going to do a vision quest, yep. they build their own lodge for the vision quest specific. Gotcha. Um, every property I've been on since I learned how to do it, yep. I've had a lodge. And I really, um, I really like that. It's, 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 it's important to me. Nice. So I learned about Sweat Lodge from my friend Roderick. We met in Ware, Massachusetts at a youth conference. And one of the things that he likes to do, and I think is really beautiful and incredible, is he likes to share 
Native American wisdom and religious and tradition, Gorgeous. Um, spiritual traditions. Because he believes it's important to share it. Because yeah. there are a lot of people who are very respectful. Yes. And uh, I trust his intuition. And I trust that he knows when and with whom to share it. Okay. Right? To not like commercialize it or anything like that. So one of the things that he offers when he, this was a week-long conference with youth. And so he had them build a lodge with him. Okay. And I participated in that. Okay. And then uh, I did the fire tending for that lodge. And we'll get into Okay, I was going to say that's, that. right. okay, yeah. And it was incredible. It was incredible. And we did an all-women's lodge, and it was so significant. And then he and I, over the years, worked together. He lives in the state of Washington, and he would come out here to Massachusetts. Nice. And we would build. In Washington, he uses willow. Okay. Saplings. Okay. Uh, but we don't have a lot out here, so we use maple out okay. here. So there's a couple modifications. And because I'm not Native American, I say it's it's based on Nooksack tradition because that is where it comes from. Um, and then I make it clear that it is my, uh, it's more like a shaman. Your um, interpretation or you put your spin yeah, on. Yeah, I make it really clear, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And so why would someone do a sweat lodge other than, hey, this would be a, a cool thing to do mm -hmm. and I'll learn about some traditions. What is the ultimate goal of a sweat lodge? Mm -hmm. So there are different reasons. Like again, I've always built one with youth and families. So I have permission to, to build and pour a family sweat. And a family sweat means people that I feel are my family. What so do you I mean can pour? Do that. So, all right. Okay. So, 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 I don't so, mean to jump. Am I jumping? No, you're doing great. You're doing okay. great because there's so much about it. Okay. Um, so some of the uh, doing a sweat lodge that I've done over the years is for education. You know, the premise is to educate and offer youth, I do it a lot with youth, an opportunity to learn about a different religion and to really experientially learn about it because the sweat lodge is experiential. Mm -hmm. We say that, um, we can say that Native American religion and spiritual traditions are earth-based. There's a lot of earth-based ones, like uh, Wiccan, Pagan, some of, you know, earth-based. Uh, that means um, in relationship and honoring sacredness with the earth and the planet and okay. all the beings, right? So uh, in the Nooksack Lodge, the the premise, the idea, the base is, yes, one, purification, because we're sweating. Okay. You know, so you're purifying okay. yourself when you're in it. Yeah. And the other is, and I love this about Native um, spirituality and, and religion, it's so much based in the love and the care for all beings. Nice. So the rounds, the circles, the prayers, and even going on vision quest, the majority of that time is creating an energy vibration of love and healing and putting prayers and intentions out to the entire world love it love it so that it's community based um like power, becoming a powerhouse as a group in synergy yeah. community based that's and that is what the astrologers are saying you sent me that beautiful clip with the astrologer mm -hmm. and the ascension energy is Mm -hmm. The collective, yes. what we're doing here now, getting together, talking about higher level concepts, mm -hmm. that is the most impactful for mm -hmm. everything that is going on in Absolutely. the world today. Because we are, um, we're a collective. Yes. And we have a collective consciousness. Yep. And our vibration affects the co collective consciousness, our thoughts, what we do, 
um, affects the collective consciousness. So it's nice to be intentional. I think doing lodge is a way to set this time apart Beautiful. to really be intentional. The, um, one of the things to know, and we'll, I'll go through the list. So to build lodge, when, when we build a lodge, the first day that you build it, you have to go into lodge, like you have to do a lodge that day. So it's not like I, we, so in this one you're talking about, I just did on my property in Vermont, we built the lodge on Friday, knowing that we had to go do a sweat lodge, do the sweat as soon as the lodge was built. We don't build it and then do lodge the oh, next day. Okay. So okay. it's like a- So that's part of the procedure. That's part of the procedure. Okay. Yeah, you're gonna say it. The protocol is to, when you build a new lodge, to then go in and which, you know, initiate it, bless it, yeah. get it going, churn it up because the energy is, is going and it's respectful. You take it from the beginning all the way to doing nice. lodge. So, so we started on Friday. I don't remember what time we started. Um, but we ended up getting out and then after lodge you have like a good solid meal mm -hmm. and we were eating until 2.30 in the morning. Oh wow. So I think we got out of lodge I at like I think I would like that minutes. sweat lodge thing. <laughs> I, I think, think it worked for many I reasons. I think I'd like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> eating till 2 in the morning. Yes. I'd never let myself do that. That would be a treat. <laughs> and in the beginning where we just so people know when we were talking and talking to Gabby it's because Gabby came into the lodge. So yeah. years ago, 2000. 12 or 13, Gabby came out uh, with the same group I was with, right, this is my little spiritual gang, yeah. and Gabby came and built and did lodge with one of her friends in Maine, yeah. and it was a lodge and we were preparing the property to then do a vision quest later on in the season, so we, we did a lodge there, um, so that's why we were talking yeah. to Gabby about it, because yeah. Gabby came in and did lodge. Yeah. So the, uh, the group that I'm with We've been together since 2010. So we have an ongoing energy. You know, we have an ongoing so you energy. usually have a group of regulars and then do you let some newbies in? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, my neighbor up in Vermont, he already knew. I talked to him about how I was going to do lodge and he'd done some fire tending before. So I, I invited him to come over and he was such a fantastic addition. So he helped get the fire going and fire tending. And then he came in for the second, third and fourth rounds. So there's four rounds of Nooksack tradition. So I can start. Yeah, um, let's all right. go chronology, sort of. So uh, this particular tradition, it's a dome-shaped lodge, all right? And uh, how that process begins is uh, finding the space for where you want the lodge to be, right, on the property. Um, the door in Nooksack tradition face the east. So the opening to come into the lodge is in the east. Okay. And um, the sort of how much space you need also involves, there's going to be a big fire that's going to heat up rock. So it's sort of from the inside, what we call the womb, where the rocks come in. There's a circle that you dig inside the, that's going to be inside the lodge where you put the hot stones. From that, all the way through to where the fire is going to be. You just want to make sure it's open, that there's no um, chance that it's going to hit trees and, okay. you know. So safety. Safety, <laughs> safety. Uh, it's such a beautiful experience. So with this group, I wanted them to really feel where it should be. So it was fun to have them kind of wandering this field. And I think maybe here, maybe here. Yeah. And then when we know where it's going to be, you figure out where the middle is. Where's the middle? Where's the womb going to be? And 
uh, womb-like W-O-M-B, right? Yeah. So it's this, uh, and then once we figure out where the womb is going to be, we s put a stick in, boop, and then pull out a string, because we want it to be the circumference. You want to do the- uh, The equidiameter. Correct. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Yes. The so it, then yeah. it's like, okay, put rocks around, you just walk around, you know, for yeah. where it's going to be. And uh, depending on how many people, I usually have maybe up to 15 people, but on average, eight to 10 people okay. is who I usually have in a lodge. Um, I like to have space for people. Yeah. I mean, it's not a huge amount of space because the other thing is remember we're heating it up. So yeah. you want it to be low to the ground, fairly low to the yeah. ground and not too big. Cause it's, uh, so after that's marked out, someone digs the hole and it's down a couple of feet and about this wide. And so one person's digging the hole, and that dirt that comes out of that area becomes an altar oh. outside of Lodge. Oh, cool. On the east. So it comes out of like the doorway, and you want it to be directly lined up to the doorway. Okay. That dirt becomes a mound that's known as the altar. Okay. And so if people have sacred things that they want to put on it, it could be a picture of someone who is ill that you want the energy mm -hmm. to go through. So anything that you kind of want to get charged up yeah. or, or have beautiful intentions with, which I know you understand all that. Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, yeah. And then after that, I'm like, the door's here, the altar mound is here, and then directly lined up is where we create the fire pit okay. that's going to be heating up the rocks. Uh, then people sort of go off and they start finding saplings. Uh, now, in uh, some native traditions, well, all the traditions, you ask permission of the sapling before you take it, mm -hmm. right? Because you're taking life. Mm -hmm. And so uh, to get the saplings is to ask permission, say out loud or telepathy and get a feel for if that tree, and we explain to the tree why we're doing this. Mm -hmm. So when I did it for youth, I would say, you know, I'm, I, we're building lodge to educate these young people um, you know, and kind of talk about it. And then the tree either says yes or no. Huh. And if it says yes, then we, you know, cut it. Yeah. Uh, and in native tradition, some native tradition, tobacco is very sacred. So tobacco would be rubbed on the leftover oh, and then the stem. kind of left. Oh, yep. right. oh. uh, there's also some Wiccan tradition uh, where you leave a little piece of your hair. So I leave a little piece of my hair because it's like an exchange, uh -huh, right? I'm gonna take uh -huh, this from uh -huh. you and I'm gonna give you this. Yes, yes. Um, now the saplings are usually, you don't want them any thicker than this. And then, you know, 10, 12 feet tall, you know, potentially. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, we gather 14 to 16 of those. They'd be very straight mm -hmm. and they can have like, you know, smaller limbs coming off them, yeah. but we don't want it to be crooked and we don't want like a major turn to come, like a major branch to come off right. because that's going to be the way. And uh, so when we bring those back to all these, the sacred gathering of the saplings, we bring them back uh, and uh, then we dig holes for uh, north to south, east to west, and then on the diagonals. Okay. So it's sort of you designate like, oh, here's the east, so this my door is going to be here, uh, and it's two, so it's like two go east to west, mm -hmm. two go north to south, 
and then you do the diagonal. And it's really cool because they're standing straight up like this. All the, so the whole circle's like this. And then the part comes where it's like, oh, you, you know, you pull you them about. down to meet. Okay. Right? Cool. So the east to west meet, the north to south, and the diagonals. It's like, and we use twine. Okay. Uh, everything should be, um, with the exception of the tarp, but everything else should be able to be um, organic. compostable and organic. Yeah. yeah. So I just okay. use like a nice thick twine. And then it gets pulled down boop, 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 okay. uh, to, you know, you kind of want to get it to whatever this is like four feet or, okay. you know, five. And uh, they're tied down and then blankets go on it. Mm -hmm. um, you want it to be dark. If I'm doing it educationally for youth, I won't make it super, super dark. Yeah. Uh, but traditionally, it's it's pitch black. You can't well, it see anything. It almost sounds like a sensory deprivation chamber. A little bit, in some sense. A little bit, yeah, yeah, yeah Minim because minimizing the external stimuli. Yes, mm -hmm. right. Less attachment. Yeah. To the other stuff. Yeah. And then we cover it with tarps. Okay. Right, because cool. the heat, the rain, keep it all in. Mm -hmm. Uh, so then that the lodge is done, and rocks are put around the outside. Again, if it's a a, a stricter, more learned group, then I would have a lot of rocks tight around okay. it. We, if a newer group or educational or new, you know, newbies, as you said, I don't put as many rocks around. And I love this, that Roderick taught it to me this way, and, and I, I love it, that if someone's in lodge and it gets too hot, they can lie down and you know what, I'm okay with you opening a little bit of corner to get like some fresh air in, because okay. I'd rather have people in lodge to experience it then get very uncomfortable or freaked out and have to leave. Yep. Okay. So it's it's modified from some of the perhaps more mm, kind of stricter strict rules. Rigid. Yeah. Yeah. For um, and that's the way Roderick taught me. Nice. And again, I think that's nice. why we're friends because we like to do it that way. And then there, we have about 60 rocks that have been gathered. Yeah. River rocks are better. Uh, you just would prefer ones that don't explode because they are going to get burning hot in the fire. I saw the picture on <sighs> Facebook of John tending the fire. I was like, oh my gosh, what substance is that in there? Yeah. And I think it's just rocks and yeah. twigs. Yes, exactly. Yeah, it looked um, almost like fireworks. Yeah, it's, but, it's incredible. The first time I saw rocks after they to come into lodge, it is one of the most beautiful things because I never knew that rocks could get red, hot, glistening, sparkly, shiny. Yeah. Like I, they're red, red, red. It's, it's, that's cool. I just can't even explain how gorgeous it is. So you'll have to come up and be in one. So, um, if I get to eat till 2 in the morning, I'll Yes, you will. Yes, you will. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to let that go. <laughs> we'll get to that part. A little part. bit stuck on that. That's part of the celebration <laughs> part. Uh, all the rocks have to be blessed. Okay. Each one individually. By? Each participant, everybody. Oh. So we have the pile of rocks that we've gathered. Okay. And then um, they get blessed going in the directions, calling in the directions. Okay. And I just say to people, call in the directions as you know them, the north, you know, the east. And it's everything goes clockwise, by okay. the way. Everything's clockwise, clockwise. Okay. We want everybody moving and everything moving in the same direction. Okay. So um, to bless the rocks clockwise okay. when you're doing the um, directions and you call them the directions and again Roderick taught me it's supposed to be fun it's supposed to be beautiful it's not you know so uh, this time when at one point when I was blessing a rock 
I was calling in the South, and I was <laughs> the image of pecan logs came into my mind, which is like a sweet treat from down South. Oh. And so when I was just saying to people, like, just call in what comes from that direction. Like, you're just, I just bust out laughing, and I just said, I just called in some pecan logs. <laughs> and only one other person in the group knew about pecan logs, okay. and we laughed and told everybody, it's like this marshmallow center. She said something like, it's heavenly. And I was like, yeah, I called in the energy of nice. old southern pecan logs. But you can call it as much, whatever you want, animals, directions, the energy of those directions. It, yeah. it all works. And then once it's all composed, what is the ceremony to enter and what is, right. what is their goal when they're in it? What are they trying to yeah, do? Yeah, what happens? So uh, the rocks all go in. Then we, do the, we uh, set up the, the fire. We put the um, logs around it, you know, kind of set it all up. And then everybody uh, calls in the fire spirits. So each person with tobacco. I still do, I do tobacco um, in that one, in that ceremony. And so everyone goes around, grabs some tobacco and then calls in the fire spirits. Sprinkles the tobacco on the fire. On the, before it's lit. Okay. Right, so it hasn't been lit yet, and you're asking the fire spirits to please come in. And I say, you know, if people have an intention, they can kind of say, like, this is important lodge for me because, and I ask that you come fire spirits and, and get this fire going for us, and I thank you for being here. Okay. And then that's about two hours. You have to wait about two hours for that to happen. During the day of building lodge, um, drink lots and lots of water, mm. uh, but not eat a lot of food. So like I had marinated green beans out there. I made a miso soup. So there's stuff that I just kind of keep putting out while mm -hmm. they're building just okay. to kind of, but nothing too, too heavy. Okay. Because it's a little bit of that deprivation piece right. you're talking about. But I also, and I also want them to be healthy. So like right. the miso Don't soup has a lot of salt in it and yeah. I had spinach in it and we forged some mushrooms I put oh in gosh. it, yeah. And then uh, some of the rocks are ready. Then everyone gathers in, uh, we do bathing suits, you know, in tradition, naked, because it's pitch black, mm. you know, whatever. Um, I have people, they can bring in a towel to sit on. And I say to people, they can bring in water. Again, tradition, you wouldn't necessarily, like it's, but these are not Native Americans, yeah. and this is okay, well, there's this value is safety. To be had regardless. Without Absolutely. going to that extreme, right. there's value. Right, yeah. right. And so people come in. Uh, you can't have any metal on because it gets so hot in there. <sighs> so earrings have to come out. Piercings have to yeah. come out. No, no metal on. You can't wear shorts with a metal zipper mm -hmm. or things like that. No glasses, you know, if they have metal on. So it's pretty much just a bathing suit or a T-shirt and, you know, easy shorts. The uh, fire tenders, so you have fire tenders that stay out. And the fire tenders get... Uh, smudged first with sage. So I'll do a smudging mm -hmm. of them. And, and um, for people that know, sage is a plant that's dried and it's really seen as sacred mm -hmm. and cleansing. Mm -hmm. So I have a feather and I will have them. And they have to turn clockwise. Everybody clockwise, clockwise. So the fire tenders are the only ones who can cut between this line I told you about where it's the womb mm -hmm. to the altar to the rocks. Okay. Um, the fire tenders can go around that because they have to. They have to tend the fire have to make mm -hmm. sure it's safe. Uh, no one else can cut through that because we're creating a line of energy. Once the fire goes, yeah. it's charging up the altar. It's charging up the womb. Okay. So there's this relationship between those three points Okay. Oh, that's, that's really cool. important. That's cool. Uh, and I, I yeah. love the three. Three is such a sacred number. 
Yes. Okay, so spiritual history, there's so much meaning to the number three. Mm -hmm. So we have these three spots. Uh, so then um, people gather to, if you're looking at the lodge, if we're looking at the lodge and the opening is here, people gather on this side, mm -hmm. on the left, because they have to go in on the left to go clockwise, to stay okay. in this clockwise direction. So then I smudge them while they're turning clockwise, because yep. then everybody's energy is going this way, and then they go in clockwise. Okay. Um, they save the space here for me, like in here, and then this person over here is typically, should be the person who's most experienced in Lodge, or someone who we know can guide and hold the energy. Okay. And then uh, if you have an eagle feather or a, another powerful feather, then they hold the feather. Okay. So everyone goes in, the person who's going to be holding the space at the door opposite of me, they go in last. And then I go in and I have a, a plastic bucket or it could be glass of water and a wooden ladle because mm -hmm. I'm going to be ladling water onto the rocks because okay. it's a wet heat. It's a okay. wet sweat. So when we're in, uh, then I get a feel for how many rocks I think should come in. Okay. So it's all intuition. So the first one I did seven. The first round in Nooksack tradition and the one that I learned, there's four rounds. That means you go in, do a round, open up the door. People can come out if they want to. Then you go in, do another round. Other traditions like um, the Lakota Sioux, it's just all the rocks go in at once and it's one thing. Okay. So they're all different. Yeah. I really like this one, I'm glad. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's, really, it's really wonderful. So uh, this particular night I said seven. I felt seven. And uh, I think in part that was we had someone who was uh, recovering and strengthening from cancer and healing. So I think I was also like kind of paying attention to that too. And, and uh, so in the rounds, the poorer, the person who's leading the round, starts with prayer. Sometimes I put herbs on it. So I okay. did put some sage. I also have some CBD that uh -huh. I grow. Uh -huh. And it, this one was called um, Dream Queen or Queen Dream. And I asked permission from everybody first. Like, it, it's going to smell like marijuana. It's not. <laughs> it's CBD. There's yeah. no THC. Are you okay with that? Because it felt like with the full moon, Yes. That was happening. Oh my gosh. Dreams, like a Pisces yes. moon, it was all about dreams. Yeah. So I was like, oh, dream coon would be awesome to put yeah. it on it. Yeah. So the pouring is the pouring of the water on the stones. Yes, yes. Gotcha. And you, you hear it, it's like whoosh, whoosh. Yeah. So the fire tender brings in one at a time. And I have these deer antlers that I found. I don't even know, remember how or why I have them. And it's a, it's a really beautiful way to pick up the rocks cool. and then put them in. Yeah. yeah, so I have the antlers that put them in. And then a theme comes up. So in my case, in the work that I do, and in a sort of shaman intuitive way, it comes through me. So I, I use more native language to say creator, great spirit, you know, thank you, and we ask that you hear our prayers. We ask that you hear our intentions. So each round is different. This particular lodge that I just did on Friday, we, it was, keyed into everybody, right? but I don't know until I'm in it, and I'm just really intuiting. I'm hearing what it is that I'm supposed to bring up. Yep. So we did call in the ancestors. Um, we called in the first round, I think was we called in the ancestors of people that had um, died and passed away. Mm -hmm. 
and named them and said prayers for them and recognized them. And the second one was animals and pets. Aww. So we kind of each round. And then the last round was a really intense. So the first round was seven rocks. I think the second was 13, then 15. And they all just kind of pile on and on. So eventually, you know, you have a rocks that are kind of like coming up like that. And the fourth round of this one was really powerful. And it was very, very hot. And it was really calling us to walk our talk. Hmm. And so we had to address those people that, that we were angry with, that we thought were doing unkind and unfair things to the world. Oh, wow. And realizing the energy of animosity that we carried within our being. And we had to commit to not carrying animosity. Nice. But you had to bring it up before you could let it go. You yeah, we talk about it. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, so then we asked the creator, the great spirit, to hear us, to hear our prayers, to hear our intentions, and to give us help and guidance. And it's a very humble, it's such a beautiful, humble experience. And everyone gets to share. Nice. So we go in the circle, clockwise. Mm -hmm. And I will say, you know, to, uh, like my friend Richard was at the night, and I would say, great spirit, you know, I ask you to hear my brother Richard. And, you know, he will start us off. And, and then after he's done, he says, aho. And that's how we, it's like a blessing. Like, so be it, like you know, amen. blessed be, amen. The Catholic Church, amen. Right. And we all say, oh, and we also know he's done talking. Right. Which is great. And then when the round finishes, and I know, so I'll start it, then each person gets to say their prayer and their intention. Mm -hmm. And they're honest, you know, they're honestly letting stuff out there. And we're putting this beautiful energy out into the, yep. up through the top of the So you're basically lodge. transmuting. You're transmuting yes. the crap into good stuff. Yes, exactly. And then when it feels like the round's over, I'll say, all my relations, please open the door. And the fire tenders open the door. People can go out. This particular lodge, nobody wanted to leave. They mm -hmm. didn't go out, which is no. great. I, the second one, this, after the second, I had to go out and get more water. Yeah. Actually, John went and got the water for me, which was great. Yeah. So it was a really beautiful, powerful oh, lodge. Right. And every lodge is completely different, as you sure. can imagine, because it all depends upon what it is we're supposed to be bringing up mm -hmm. and in my case doing it with my energy it will be without us knowing what's <laughs> the shared you do that, that to are... them too <laughs> yeah. we don't know yeah. we don't know, we don't know what we're gonna, gonna talk about it'll we come know up. it's gonna get better but yeah. we don't know what it is yeah yeah so it's an inc i i my first lodge probably was in the beginning of 2000. how frequently do you do them um, as frequently as I can or necessary. I'm going to, I'm going to try to do them in the winter in Vermont, but that's, you know, I'm up in the Northeast Kingdom up yeah. there and the snow is yeah. really, but how amazing. So I'm going to try to keep the pathway yeah. I'm not going to do that one with you just saying. Ah, that you yeah. know of, yeah. I, yeah, Nancy. I won't be in that one. <laughs> I <do know>. <laughs> <laughs> Although there'd be no bugs, so that would be the good thing. No, no insects. Yeah. And the morning to bond us before we went behind my property up there is a waterfall. Oh, beautiful. And a swimming hole. So we hiked to that. Do a cold immersion. I'd be on board with the cold That's immersion. That's yeah. I do like that. Yeah. So, yeah. so there was some swimming yeah. going on, and Very but it was cool. a way to bring us together. And then we came and did nice. did lodge, and it's oh. a it's such a beautiful. Oh, and then just for the food part. <laughs> so it take you know building lodge. They did pretty quickly. Two hours for the rocks to heat up. Okay. Lodge is typically two to two and a half hours. Each round is between a half hour and forty five minutes. Okay. Typically, and then after that, yes. We come out, we're all like drenched and it, it, uh, it's said, and I've experienced it, uh, you never feel as clean as you do after a lodge. Oh. 
the huh. feeling of cleanliness nice. and just the purification flushing flushing okay. plus the energy of like so much love and truth and yeah. prayers and really the earnestness to like we yeah. want to participate yeah. every day help us great spirit help us creator yeah. to participate every day yeah and you know it's so yeah. powerful and in a group with witnesses then we go up and it's always like big awesome healthy food like there was someone had brought a chicken soup that they made and we had like amazing wild artisan great bread and I made a huge quinoa and it was just yeah. like all this food and they're eating and oh, yeah. it sounds beautiful it, it's really wonderful lovely thank you for sharing well thank you for asking Bella how are we doing on time Gabriella Bella you guys are about like from like 25 minutes Oh, we're already at the 25. We do pretty well. We're like 20. You usually seem to ask around. You ask and it's always consistent I around know. 25. Well, because I don't know if we should be closing. I right. want to be respectful of people's time. Appreciate everybody listening. Yeah. So, um, what do you so what do you think about this tradition? I think it's magnificent. Mm. And I think it is perfect timing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> By meaning um, everything that is going on mm -hmm. energetically with the ascension yep. and the need to purify and detox. There, is, there are toxins all around us energetically in the air um, and the, the need for purity and setting that positive intention. Mm -hmm. So I think it's beautiful uh, on a Native American earth level because energetically that's where we are with the ascension. Mm -hmm. You sent me the link to that amazing astrologer. What is her? Pam Gregory. Pam Gregory. Mm -hmm. Okay. Humble. So honest. that astrology stuff. Yeah. Um, for those who know what they're doing, Incredible. a true astrologer, scientist, mm -hmm. absolute scientist. It's incredible. The detail behind it and the accuracy, her, mm -hmm. the accuracy. Yeah. If I went back to some of her older stuff, the accuracy is spot mm -hmm. on. Now I'm going to be tell you, I want to say 75% of it went over my head. Mm -hmm. I actually have to wait till she, she starts talking about the planet and this one is conjunct with this. And I'm like, Whoa. and then she'll say, now what that means <laughs> is you're going to notice blah, de blah, that and spot on, mm -hmm. absolutely spot on. So I, um, I think, and that's what she's calling for going in. That's where the energies on the astral level, galactic level, are going in, purifying. And that's how we're going to manage this stuff that's happening. I'm just going to call it stuff. I'm not going to leave with that. That is by going in, detoxing, and setting positive intention. And I think how beautiful it is that that is about as grounded and rooted as you can with the Native American tradition. So, so thank you for doing that for all of us, frankly, mm -hmm. what you did for all of us. I listened to an interesting cry on... Um, this week talking about why the energy is so different because mm. I was talking with my friend Carolyn she's like yeah 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 things are changing yeah yeah when am I gonna see when am I gonna see it get better good stuff yeah <laughs> like, it's gonna get worse it's gonna get worse before it gets better and according to uh, Pam mm -hmm. buckle up for October and November of 2022 mm -hmm. she said it right at the beginning and she's still holding that course so she says September go in Go in, ground, 
get that center so that when the storm hits, you can be the eye of the storm. Mm -hmm. um, so I was listening to Cryon, and he was explaining why the energy is ascension energy and why it is so different and things, practices that maybe we did years ago that didn't seem that impactful now are. Affirmations, intentions, yes. some of the few. And he was saying, apparently our solar system is in a different place than it has ever been before, um, positionally. Mm -hmm. And as a result, the sun, which leads off everything and it trickles down from there, the sun is in a position that it has never been before. And as such has changed its magnetic frequency. And we are, we have the sun in us, we are pieces of it and we are affected by it. And so since the sun is now at a different frequency, it's changed, it's a game changer for everybody and everything on the planet and even throughout the solar system. So I've never heard it explained like that. Um, I like scientific reasons. I like a little more concrete reasons. Oh, okay, so the position, okay, frequencies change. I'm former electrical engineer, I understand frequencies mm -hmm. and waves, quantum people, mm -hmm. we love that. Exactly. So now that that just solidified to me a little more that, okay, things are different. Things are different on an energetic level, and that's the reason, because of the new position of the solar system. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. yeah, I found Never heard that, it that way. Uh, with astrology, I was really like, yeah, that's interesting. Uh, and then over the years, when I started to listen to some astrologers, you know, because social media and YouTube, and, which mm -hmm. is great, I would feel and see what was happening on an energetic level, and then astrologers would say the same things that I was mm. feeling. And I thought, that is fascinating. Love it. That I can read the energy. We can talk in another session about what it means to read the energy. Yeah. I could read the energy. I had an understanding of what was occurring and what was going to happen. And then I would hear an astrologer say the same exact thing That's by cool. reading and mapping the stars. More validation. Like, this is... Yeah wild right. and cool and And amazing. I'm not into, oh, I need to know my future, but where it helps me is if I'm way off, like mm -hmm. this weekend, sure. I have yeah. three people in my circle were like, ah, and, the, and I'm like, okay, it's full moon. Yeah. And it was the anniversary of 9-11, so there was a collective. So these three people that were like, ah, are very empathic. And what Pam Gregor was saying, Mercury went retrograde mm -hmm. and five other, other planets, planets. Uh -huh. like so how do you translate that um we're screwed <laughs> and that's that's a non-astrologer speak <laughs> i think that's like an unprecedented number of planets going retrograde but so for example when mm -hmm. i'm fighting like, technology will go amok communications mm -hmm. will go amok I may be more apt to break out of a conversation and step away mm. than trying to have somebody see my point because I'm like, ah, okay, this could be yeah. one of the spin-offs of Mercury Great being point. retrograde. So mm -hmm. normally I would dig into this discussion, um, but I'm not. Or normally if I can't upload, like I was trying to upload the last podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and after three tries, I'm like, ah, okay, I get it, I get it, I'll wait. Mm -hmm. And then I did it this morning. <laughs> yeah. So it just helps me. One, it validates mm -hmm. if I'm feeling some intuitive sense. And then two, it helps me drive my direction. Like, ah, okay, maybe this isn't worth banging my head against the wall. As I used to say to the children, I'm like, 
if you're banging your head against the wall, step away from the wall. And so the astrology kind of lets me know where the wall is. <laughs> totally. It's a heads up. Yeah. I feel like yeah. I, sometimes I forget. I don't necessarily see it ahead of time. But I love when I remember to see it at yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes <laughs> three tries. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. I'll be like, what is going on? Yeah. Oh, let me see what Pam has to yeah. say. I'll be like, love yep. it. Yeah, so thank you. I now subscribe to Pam. She's great. Yes, yeah, she's great. So we should probably wrap it up. Yeah. So how do you want to close? Well, thank you for asking about the lodge. It's something that, uh, again, someone gifted to me and was very meaningful to me as part of my practice. It's not something you hear a lot in mm -hmm. mainstream media mm -hmm. and even not ton of spiritual practices, so I thought it was worth sharing. If it resonates with one person, then woo, yay. Mm -hmm. yeah. yep. So I think that's the, the remembering that, uh, the expansion, right? More to be revealed, like we always yeah. talk about, that um, there are gifts out there within the diversity that other people are doing. It's part of their way to be here on the planet and as open as we can be to learning and yep. experiencing. And those that are sharing, like Roderick shared it in a way that was meaningful and manageable and respectful to non-Native Americans. Okay. I think that yes. beautiful agreement yes. to take each other in synergy and respect yes. and honor to a higher vibration together. Love it. And in that vein too, the sharing that has been up in the energy. If you have gifts, put them out there. Mm -hmm. Stop hiding, let them out. Mm -hmm. Very good, so thanks for tuning in. And as always, more, more to, to be, be revealed. revealed. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining us on Expansive Minds podcast, Gateway to Freedom. Until next time, more to be revealed.